The coronavirus pandemic is here and we'll help guide you through it. The news about COVID-19 is changing daily. Keeping up to date each morning with developments, this podcast will give you our latest news and some ideas of what to expect moving forward. Daily at herald-review.com. Hello, everyone, and happy Easter to those that celebrate. This is Annalisa Trofimuk, a government reporter with the Herald and Review. I hope you are all having a lovely day, whether you are quarantined with your family or if you're living alone. Every year, my family makes these Italian Easter breads, which basically are just this sort of like dense bread, I guess you could say, and it has a lemon icing and a colorful Easter egg in the middle. This year, I'm going to attempt to make one, but... My mom is the best at it. I've tried to make them by myself in the past and it didn't go well, but we're going to try again. Let us know on social media what you guys are doing to celebrate and if you have any recipes you want to share. In today's podcast, we will go over the latest case numbers in Macon County. There were some developments with the Fairhaven Senior Living Facility yesterday, and we expect to hear more today, so stay tuned. I also have the latest state numbers for you. All of the reporting mentioned today can be found in the print editions of the Herald Interview and online at herald-interview.com. Today's resource highlight is the Herald Interview's Guide to Coping with Coronavirus Pandemic. Now, this is an online source, but you can still view it for free because we have dropped the paywall on all coronavirus coverage. This includes everything from how to make your own face mask to sources for e-learning. A very helpful feature in this guide is this timeline for how households that have someone experiencing symptoms can deal with that. So it walks you through how many days each member of the household should isolate based on when the first person began experiencing symptoms. I will include a link for this below, but you can also find it on our website and by Googling Herald and Review, Your Guide to Coping with the Coronavirus Pandemic. In Decatur area news, reporters Valerie Wells and Donette Beckett spoke with multiple Central Illinois families to see how they are celebrating Easter this year under the difficult circumstances. Many across the region are finding ways to mark the significance of an occasion that can still bring emotional and spiritual closeness, even when it cannot bridge the physical gaps. For Joyce Keller, that meant preparing Easter baskets and treats for the neighborhood children and delivering them to porches, pulling the items behind in her little red wagon. Children in Maroa, who would normally be participating in egg hunts, got a chance to celebrate differently on Saturday with a visit from the Easter Bunny himself. The Maroa Countryside Fire Protection District escorted the guest of honor throughout the city. Families were encouraged to come outside when they heard the sirens and to wave. Decatur Mayor Julie Moore-Wolf said her family would still try to make dinner special, even though it will be very small, and they will try to call relatives that are far away. Val and Donat spoke with several others for this really lovely story, so you should definitely check it out. Sports reporter Joey Wagner, along with representatives from other local media outlets, is participating in this really cool local restaurants draft. The Herald interviews Justin Kahn and Tim Kane are also participating, making for a total of 12 people involved in this, and it sounds like a really great idea. Joey, in an article yesterday, describes more about how it works. He writes, We each picked an item from a local restaurant until we have a team of 10 different items. No repeats or specifics. For example, a pizza from a restaurant is a pizza from a restaurant. Toppings don't matter. Over the next few weeks, we'll go to those businesses and get our food item uploaded to social media and get our points for picking it up while giving our business. 
the first one to complete their team wins. Now, they did this over a Zoom call yesterday and invited members of the public to join. I tried to tune in so I could tell you all more, but my internet just totally failed me. Anyway, find Joey on Twitter, which is at MrWagner25, to see the full draft. In state news, Illinois reported its second highest daily total of coronavirus deaths Saturday, but Governor J.B. Pritzker expressed optimism that the number of COVID-19 cases had started to flatten out as he urged the state's residents to stay home over the holiday weekend. Health officials announced 81 new deaths in the state on Saturday, just one shy from the single-day high of 82 set last Wednesday. The number of additional known cases was 1,293, 234 short of the previous high mark also set last Wednesday, according to the Chicago Tribune. Illinois now has 19,180 known cases of the virus and 677 deaths. The number of people who have perished from the disease in the state ranks fifth highest nationwide, while the number of known cases ranks ninth highest as of Saturday. In regional news, editor Chris Coates reports a fourth Shelby County resident has tested positive for coronavirus. The Shelby County Health Department said the resident is a 31-year-old woman and is currently self-isolating at her residence in Shelby County. The woman was tested at Sarah Bush Lincoln Health Center in Mattoon and immediately ordered to self-isolate. Okay, so our Macon County updates. 15 total cases, including one death, have been associated with the same Decatur facility, Fairhaven Senior Living at 1790 South Fairview Avenue. Ten residents and five staff members have tested positive, Public Health Administrator Brandy Binkley said during a news conference at the Macon County office building on Saturday afternoon. Binkley said there are still pending tests that are out and will be coming back Sunday and in the coming days. One resident, a man in his 80s, has died. His death was previously announced last week. The county's crisis communication team said 152 tests have been performed and a total of 25 cases have been confirmed. The health department works to notify people who have had contact with patients. Elderly people and those with compromised immune systems are at highest risk for suffering severe complications from the virus, according to medical experts. Nursing homes and senior facilities across Illinois began last month to take precautions to prevent the spread of the disease, including a ban on visitors. This story includes more information about what was said during Saturday's press conference, and you can also watch the video of the entire meeting online. Okay, so those are our updates for today. If you are a subscriber, we really appreciate you supporting local journalism. Those who have not subscribed yet, please consider one of our options. An online subscription is only $3 for three months. Thank you all so much for listening, and I hope you have a lovely day. I will see you guys next time.